This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. We host food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Anne Christensen, and I'm DJ Tariq of Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about a turkey farmer, because, you know, it's November Thanksgiving's around the corner. Really interesting story that Ann did about this really cool turkey farmer. We also have a review. Actually, Ann has a review of Lebnani House, which uh, she really loved. We also have news about a wild game dinner happening at St. Kate in December. But I'm going to start it off with uh, the new restaurant in the former home of the Tandem. You have a little write-up over at MilwaukeeMagazine.com. Looks like they're finally opening their doors what's the details what's the name go yeah so there's a new restaurant in the old tandem it's called 1700 pull up um it just had its soft opening this past tuesday and um it's an interesting story um rosetta bond is the owner she was the one who was gifted the restaurant um by caitlin cullen and that the crew behind the tandem um she submitted her business plan and um, did a did a pasting for the people on the the board who were deciding, you know, who was going to take over the restaurant space. So Rosetta is an interesting person. She's an MATC culinary arts grad. She started this business, um, seventeen hundred pull up, as out of her home. She was um, kind of doing catering and events. And becoming known for things like her stuffed turkey legs. So one of the things that you can find on 1700 pull-ups menu, um, which changes each day. So she told me that um, it's a chalkboard menu. So what they have that day is what they have. And when they sell out, it's gone for the day. So on Thursday, she's doing her stuffed turkey legs. So she's calling it Turkey Leg Thursdays. Um, she'll stuff it with one of her signature uh, dishes, and it might be shrimp alfredo, or it could be mac and cheese, it could be yams, mac and cheese and yams. So it's, it's something that she says she's been doing for a number of years, and, and people have really loved it. So, and on Fridays, she's got different seafood options. She's got catfish dinners, seafood gumbo. Um, that she serves with side dishes like uh, Cajun rice, spaghetti, and coleslaw. Um, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, she's doing fried and whole chicken specials. Um, and yes, the restaurant is open for sit-down service, but you can also get carryout as well. Congratulations. So I know it's been a long time coming for this restaurant. Mm-hmm. So finally, nice to see it. Uh, that spot back open again as 1700 pull up. Again, if you want to check out the story, you can go to milwaukeemagazine.com or just head over to our website at readermilwaukee.org slash Dispites, where we have a link. Coming up with Dispites, we're going to talk about a story that you did uh, interviewing a turkey farmer. Uh, I'm kind of curious of like how that came to be, first of all, but we'll get into that later. That's coming up on This Bites. We'll be right back. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? 
Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. We're back on This Bites, the wonderful Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine, and me, Tariq. You know, Anne, my dad used to call me a nickname. Can you guess what that nickname was? Turkey? I don't know. Yeah, because Tariq is like turkey. That's oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, my so gosh. That good. So, okay. And that's, a, that's kind of a lead into the next kind of thing we're going to talk about. You have a piece in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, yeah. uh, the November issue, because it's Thanksgiving's around the corner. You, you talk to a turkey farmer. So before we get into this turkey farmer, how this story come to be? Where the idea? Who pitched this? Like, I'm kind of curious, like, you should do a story on a turkey farmer. <laughs> It came up. It came up in a, um, every every few weeks. I have a, a big pitch meeting with my uh, with my boss, and we sit down and we talk about different ideas that I have for the upcoming issues. And we were talking about well, how do we cover Thanksgiving? You know, in the past, I've done um, last year actually. I had this vegan menu. It was a, um, a, a home cook that does all these interesting vegan recipes, and you know we've definitely done like places that you can do carry out Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We wanted to do something different. And, you know, um, what's interesting, I think, is that, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily, if they're cooking Thanksgiving at home, they don't want to get a butterball turkey. They want to get something more natural. Mm-hmm. So I was looking around trying to find um, uh, a, an organic turkey farmer in Wisconsin. And I found this woman, a really interesting lady her name is Vanessa Wallach. She's a farmer. Her farm is called Victory Garden in Victory Garden Farm. It's in Fredonia, which is um, I don't know. It's sort of north of here, on the way to Sheboygan. Um, but she runs this farm with her husband, and on the farm, among other things that she raises, she um, has a flock of fifty-five broad-breasted bronze turkeys. So say that 10 times fast. <laughs> that is a heritage breed, uh, a heritage breed turkey. Um, and she gets these little, little adorable little baby um, turkeys and she raises them until the point that they are ready to go off and, well, become someone's dinner, in other words. So I don't want, I, you know. The circle of life. The circle, life. the circle of life, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's it was really interesting to talk with her. She talked to me about how she raises them, you know, what she feeds them, what makes them, what they taste like, you know, because... Um, have you had one? You've not had one. I have not, no. But my understanding is, um, you know, if you go with a, a natural heritage breed turkey, and especially if you raise them on organic feed and they're they're pasteurized and all that. And they won't they taste have, like paper. Is basically. They have more flavor. They have a lot more flavor. So, um, so anyway, uh, there's a story about this. And Vanessa, our farmer Vanessa, sells her turkeys um, through Bevet. Oh, and wow. pretty much they sell out immediately. As soon as um, Karen of Red Bevet you know, advertises that she has these turkeys. They pretty much sell out. But I also have the only place that you can get these turkeys uh, through her. Also, you can you can contact her directly. And again, her farm is the Victory Garden Farm. But the story that I did also has a buying guide of other places that you other farms in Wisconsin that you can contact to buy an organic um, uh, pasture raised turkey. 
Mm. Cool. She has organic produce as well and eggs and um, sometimes she has heritage uh, pigs as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, so sometimes she has pork. We'd love to do a whole hog barbecue when it when it gets warm again. Like right in the spring. You know. Yeah. Next, uh, you have a great review. I've been hearing a lot about this place. Marcus has told me about this place. Kenny over here has told me about this place. You have a review about this place. Lebnani House. Uh, uh, you have a review of this restaurant that I've been hearing a lot of great reviews about. So what's the details about this place? It is just so good. Um, so Lebnani House is... Um, I guess you could put it under the umbrella of um, Middle Eastern. It's down on South 27th, like 5051 South 27th Street. It opened inside an old famous Dave's. Um, you can't miss it as you drive down there. Beautiful oh, restaurant I know what interior. That is. There's, like yeah? a target nearby. there's like a Target nearby, right? Sure. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, like that's, you know, you go down there and there's car dealerships and everything. Yeah. But this place, it, it, the food is just extraordinarily good. And um, it reflects um, uh, what's called Levantine or Levantine cuisine, which encompasses Jordan, Palestine, Syria, and other regions in the Middle East. Um, and so they do things like um, they have meza, I think it's pronounced meza, hot and cold appetizers. They have different um, examples of that. Um, they also do um, a shawarma, very, various meats of shawarma. So that's like a spit roasted meat. So if you think of like um, a gyro, you know, that's very, mm-hmm. very similar to the style. This is actually almost different. And then they make this amazing bread. I mean, really? yeah, it's just everything is is so good, and the service is 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 excellent. Um, just all around a great restaurant. I'm really impressed with it, and I can't wait to go back. Cool. You can check out that review in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Also, we have a, a dinner you sent me, a wild game dinner that's happening at St. Kate's. If you've never, if you're a fan of Wild Game and never had Wild Game, you're a Wild Game curious. There's a Wild Game dinner happening at St. Kate in the Dark Room. Uh, of course, St. Kate's Art Hotel on December 2nd at 6 p.m. So it's a kind of a unique culinary experience. And they were transforming the space into a rustic mountain lodge for an intimate Wild Game dinner with specially curated five-course meal fe- featuring Pheasant, eggs, Benedict, rushing waters, trout. We also feature other dishes featuring boar, roasted antelope, and uh, ending with wild currant Eccles cake and brown butter for desserts. Fascinating. Uh, yeah, guests will enjoy all the harvest flavors while trying delectable meats. Again, it takes place on December third, uh, six p.m. We'll post links to that as well. So if those who are in that kind of venturous mode or just like something different to try. It's your opportunity to try something a little bit different over at the St. Kate Arts Hotel. And finally, we got news about Ceviche, of course, Ceviche, which is a restaurant that's based in normally Bayview. Finally opening their, uh, will be opening their Shorewood location on November 15, as according to a story in the journal Sentinel. Ceviche, if you're not familiar, they serve Peruvian, Mexican, and other Latin specialties with a focus on, of course, Ceviche. Mm-hmm. Uh, the short the short location will have an open kitchen and they have a ceviche bar. Um, 
They will also have some uh, what they call Nikkei sushi to order, um, which most people didn't realize there's a huge population of, uh, not a huge, but a significant population of Japanese in Peru. Um, and they also have a similar menu as, uh, they will also have the same menu as their Bayview locations, such as dishes as their stir-fried steak with tomatoes, onion, french fries, chicken enchiladas, and other items. So be on the lookout for November 15th for that opening in Sherwood. They also have plans to launch a Sunday brunch later. No no idea of that date either. So so big up to for people in Sherwood. Don't have to go to Bayview now to get their ceviche on. Mm. That wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited and produced by Nate Emig with support and generosity from our membership. Don't forget, feedback's important, so please rate and review and subscribe to uh, This Bites on your favorite podcast platform, Apple, NPR, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts, or you can go head to radiomilwaukee.org slash thisbites. As always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the alert cold. Have a good weekend, Anne. You too.